Welcome to the Ignited Life broadcast with Terrell Turner. We pray you will have a true encounter with God, receive practical teaching to encourage and lift your faith, and that you'll experience the unconditional love of Jesus. So open your heart now to receive the ministry of God's Word. If you will put Jesus first and say, Father, whatever, as, you, as you promote me, I'm going to put Jesus on display. He will take you from glory to glory, from level to level, and there will be no more shut doors in your life, say of God, because now you've decided from this point forward, I'm going re- to reveal Jesus. I'm going to glorify Jesus. I'm going to let Jesus shine through my business. Let Jesus shine through my, on my phone call. It's all about Jesus. When you see me, you see Jesus. When you hear me, you hear Jesus. When you look at me, you look at Jesus. And that's what timing is in the earth, that we demonstrate and reveal the works of Christ here on the earth. We've sat back for too long. We've been quiet for too long. And from this night forward, in the name of Jesus, I release upon you a boldness now to open your mouth and reveal and demonstrate his power, his glory here on the earth. Hallelujah. That now you won't be afraid when your coworker says, I got a headache, I got something for that. You know, me and my husband's been going through a, through, a, through a situation. You got advice? I got something for that. I don't have any advice, but do you mind if I pray for you? And now when they say, yeah, you grab them by the hand, there's some stuff going through you now. They, can't, they, they feel. Glory to God. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe. Praise God. Open door. Open door. Uh, go to John chapter 4. John chapter 4. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, for someone, if you've been praying for a door to open and it hasn't opened yet, go back and say, Father, I will give you the glory for this door. When you open this door, I I promise you, I will not let you down. I, I I I will open my mouth and say, God, I will open my mouth and say this is the Lord's doing. When you drop up in that brand new car, ooh, look at that car. I'm Jesus, honey. Jesus. Woo. How'd you get that, Jesus? Verse 23 in John 4, but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks, he's looking, he's longing for to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. God is saying a return to worship. And, uh, and that Saturday night, I had experienced an attack in my body. And uh, I was experiencing some excruciating pain. And I went down to my office and I was so convicted because normally in my office, I play worship music 24-7. There's always worship music playing in my office. And I'd stopped that. And he said, put on some worship music. And I began to sit in the presence of God. The presence of God came in that room so strongly. I didn't say anything because I couldn't say anything. I was in pain. And I lifted my hands and I just began to say, Jesus, I thank you. And I began to worship the Lord. And do you all know that pain and discomfort totally was removed 
as I sat in that chair and began to worship God. And God told me, I never called you to leave this. I never called you to forsake this. And God is recalling a restoration of our worship. Now, worship is not a song you sing for five minutes in here on Sunday. <laughs> worship is not a slow song, but worship is a lifestyle. Worship is surrender to Jesus. It is a completely and total yielding to his presence. True worship, ladies and gentlemen, is humility before God. And true worship is sacrificial. That's why giving is worship, and that's why giving must be sacrificial, because he says now, I don't, I don't accept anything that didn't cost you anything. Why do you think there was, there was Cain, there was Abel, Abel gave an offering unto God, God accepted his sacrifice, Cain did the same thing, but he didn't. He gave an offering, but it didn't cost him anything, and that's the reason God said, I can't receive this because it doesn't cost you anything. And some of you are saying, hey, guess what I've been praying and I've been given, but I haven't seen the door open because it hasn't cost you anything. Giving your $5 or your $50 or your $100 and that's comfortable for you, God does not honor that because it doesn't cost you anything. <laughs> My giving must be a sacrifice. It must be a, a, a sweet offering unto him. God is calling us back to worship, ladies and gentlemen that sweet place in his presence. Just lift your hands now before him and close your eyes. This is the position he's called you to. He never called you to leave this posture or this position. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He says, my child, I've missed my time with you. And in these last days, I'm calling you back to my, that spot at my feet. I'm calling you back to that spot. I'm calling you home back in. I'm calling you back in, saith God. Never intended you to leave. I never intended for the distractions to get you so caught up to where you miss this right here. I didn't give you that job. I didn't give you that house. I didn't give you that spouse. I didn't give you that child to forget this because you and I had this before any of that ever showed up. Yeah, bro, Now you get back to this and I'm going to restore you immediately and you're going to experience uh, the robustness of my glory that you've always longed for, saith God. Now don't let anything or anyone ever, ever take you away from this place at my feet. For I long to show you many things that you know not. And I have longed to get your attention. But tonight, but tonight, you hear my voice. Thank you, Lord. Worship is a release of faith. One of the things my dad always taught me was the three T's, that God requires your time, he requires your talent, and he requires your treasure. And so when you look at those things, how much time have I given to God? How much of my talent 
Am I giving to God? Is what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis, does that give God praise? Does it give him worship? Does it give him glory? And there's a way for you to, to I, I had gotten irritated in my flesh. God, I'm over here <laughs> at a job that I really don't want to be at, doing something I have no idea what I'm doing. But don't you know God has a purpose for every single thing? And he's used me in that industry to now help the ministry here with some real estate things. And, and, and now I can still fulfill my purpose even though I might not be where I want to be. Amen. If you will say now I will use this opportunity to minister to somebody. Yes. I could, it, it, it didn't matter if I was flipping burgers at McDonald's. It, it wouldn't matter. I can still be in my purpose. Yes. So quit saying God move me but saying God shift me. Did y'all get that? Quit saying God move me. Start saying God shift me. Second Corinthians chapter six. Let's go up another gear. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. I feel the Holy Ghost. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, I'm going to read verse 3. I'm going to read it out of the Living Bible. I don't know if we have it, but I'm going to read it for you out of the Living. Uh, the Living Bible is just a, as close translation as they can, modern with, from the Greek. We try to live in such a way. Listen to this. We try to live in such a way. Paul is speaking to the church. We try to live in such a way that no one will ever be offended or kept back from finding the Lord. Does that sound familiar? by the way we act, so that no one can find fault with us and blame on the Lord. In fact, everything we do, we try to show that we are true ministers of God. God is saying, number, number four or five, whatever one it is, separate yourselves from the world. The church believers are trying to live and conduct life and conduct ministries so that we don't offend anybody. I don't want to rub anybody the wrong way. I don't want to, call, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. It's all red and roses and, and hunky-dory and rose are red, violets are blue. God loves you and I do too. <laughs> that's, that's all we're doing. We don't, want to, we, don't want to, we don't want to hurt nobody. But what happens now is that we, we've now hooked up with the world. We've now joined ourselves to the world because now, now there's, there's no difference between them and us. It's a problem when you can't tell if it's, a, uh, if it's an unsaved concert or, or if it's a, 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 a service where healing and deliverance is supposed to be taking place. Well, you can't tell if, if the guitar player works for Def Leppard or uh, first. <laughs> oh, but you can't judge me now. Don't judge him. Don't judge him. I'm not coming against <laughs> whatever he may be doing. But the scripture tells us to separate ourselves. He said, where is it? Let's go to the next verse. Let's go there. 14. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what fellowship does Christ have with the devil? <laughs> and what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of God. 
For God said, I will live in you, walk in you, and will be your God, and you shall be my people. Come out from among them and be ye separated, says the Lord. Not a doctrine, not a man, but the Lord God Jehovah said, come out from among them. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for joining me on the broadcast. I pray something was said that encouraged you, that ignited your faith, and that you know caused you to have some insight and understanding to some things in your life. There's one quick thing I want to point out that was said that uh, I want you to key in on, and that is don't ask God to move you, but ask him to shift you. I believe that we are in a season where God is shifting things. He's rearranging us and putting us in position to receive all that he has for our lives. And this is a, a critical time, and I believe that he is putting us in place to be the light and to be the, the vessel that he can use in this end time. I want to pray for you real quickly as we leave. Father, thank you so much for those who are listening. I pray your abundant blessings over their lives, and I speak over them. They'll have clear understanding and clear hearing to your voice and to where you're positioning them and what you're doing in their lives. I declare no more fear, no more complacency, and that doors will begin to be opened for them to be all that you have them to be. I declare healings, deliverances, and manifestations in their physical bodies, in their finances, in every area of their life. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Man, I'm so excited about what God is doing, and I know that your best days are ahead. Hey, listen, I want to connect with you. I want to hear what God is doing. I want to see what God is doing in your life. So please join me on social. Find me at The Ignited Life, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, whatever platform you use. Let's connect. And let's together, let's pursue all God's best for our lives. Thanks so much again for listening. I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that you were uplifted, encouraged, and challenged in your faith. And we'll share this resource with friends and family. You can find and connect with us on social platforms at The Ignited Life. You can also find great resources and content to fuel your everyday life. Visit our website, ignitedlife.org today. And while there, if today's message touched you and you'd like to support this ministry financially in reaching the lives of others just like you, click the Give link at ignitedlife.org. We thank you. And please join us again for the Ignited Life broadcast. And remember, your best days are ahead.